It's beautiful to realize that the faith that we celebrate every Sunday is the same faith that Peter professes today in the gospel. Some scholars of the Bible say that although every word of Jesus has immeasurable value and significance for salvation, that perhaps some of the most important words of Jesus are his questions. Who do you say that I am? And when Jesus asks a question, when you look at this pattern throughout the gospel, by the question, he is probing deep into the heart of that person, and in this case, his 12 disciples. And the question from the lips of Jesus has a power, it has a grace to draw something out of the heart, to awaken and stir what he's looking for. And when we look at Jesus' ministry throughout those Gospels, what we see is that Jesus is always looking for faith. He's looking to awaken faith and draw it out. And in this place of Caesarea Philippi, a place where there was the world's largest pagan temple, which means it was a place of darkness because of the worship of a false god, the god of Pan. In this place comes Jesus with his 12 disciples, Jesus the light of the world. And this gospel scene is a moment of profound light because even more important than the question is the answer. Who is Jesus? And we see again throughout the Gospels that the pivotal moments, the key moments are when individuals come to a true faith in who Jesus is. And every time this happens, power is unleashed and the person experiences the love, the mercy, the power, and the grace of God. This is also the threshold moment for every single human being. There are many people who have been baptized, who have received the seed of eternal life, the grace of God. But in so many Christians throughout the world, this gift lies dormant. It's asleep. And it does not come awake 
until the moment happens in a person's life when, like the disciples, they hear the voice of Jesus. They experience the hand of Jesus knocking on the door of their heart. And it's a moment of personal faith that now connects that person to the person of Jesus Christ and begins now a living, intimate relationship. This is the importance of faith because it connects us to a person who is not John the Baptist raised from the dead. It is not Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. It does not connect us to a wise man, to to one who is simply a good man. If that were the case, he could not save you or save me. But faith, true faith, connects us to the person of Jesus, who, as St. Peter said, and who speaks for the church throughout the ages, you are the Christ, the Son of God. Faith connects us to God to Jesus Christ, the one sent by the Father, anointed by the Spirit, as the one Messiah and Savior of the world. And when this faith connects me and you to Jesus, it connects us to the power for salvation. It means that you and I can now be saved. I can be forgiven of my sins. My wounds can now be healed. And there is a door that opens wide to heaven, and that door is Jesus Christ. Because faith connects me to Jesus, I can now forgive those who have hurt me. I can even love my enemies. With Jesus, I can overcome all the wounds and barriers of sin and division. With Jesus, I can make a new beginning and a fresh start. With Jesus is the only hope for salvation, which he freely gives to those who approach him and touch him in faith, the faith of St. Peter. It's that same faith that allows us to receive that same power in the Eucharist every time we come to receive communion. It's that same power that is unleashed in the sacrament of confession, in the sacrament of confirmation, of baptism, in marriage, ordination, 
in our daily life of prayer and discipleship with Jesus. What does it mean for Peter to be our patron, the patron of our parish? It is certain that St. Peter, as a brother in the faith, would want to have a special relationship with each one of us. He is praying for us. There's no question there. And since the gospel records key moments in his journey of faith, he's a wonderful model and inspiration for us. When Father Gaultier came up in 1840 and settled on the banks of the Minnesota-Mississippi River, how fitting that he should call the first parish St. Peter's. As St. Peter was among the first to spread the, the faith from the streets of Jerusalem, so this parish would be the first to spread the faith in the streets of Mendota, St. Paul, and beyond. And I am certain of this, that St. Peter would love it, and certainly God, if this parish, if you and I together would become part of the renewal of that faith in our own archdiocese. Wouldn't that be exciting if this became a center, a place where people can come to experience and know Jesus, can experience the power of His mercy and make a new beginning and a fresh start, that people could come here and find belonging and welcome, where they can find healing, where they can experience the fullness that God wills for them in Jesus Christ. My life here is only for one purpose. I have nothing to say to you from here on out except Jesus Christ. The only gift that I can give to another person that really matters for salvation is Jesus Christ. The only thing that I desire to do together with you is to grow closer to Jesus Christ and to experience even more deeper the fullness of life that He came to give you and to give me. Sometimes we think that where we are today is all there is. If that is true, then Jesus Christ is not God. There is so much more that Jesus wills for us and for this community. And I pray and hope that our way forward together, because it is going to be connected to Jesus, that our future will be much greater, brighter, and better than it is today. The heart of Jesus holds so much more for you and I beyond what we can imagine. I am not going to stay where I am today. I'm going to go farther. 
I'm going to go higher and deeper with Jesus. Would you like to come with me? Amen? And like I said, the Lord is going to take us out of all of our comfort zones. The worst thing that could happen to any one of us is that we get comfortable with where we are. No. If we're going to follow Jesus, we have to be open and ready and allow Him to take us to a new place, which means that we are going to be a little uncomfortable, and that's going to be a good thing. Look at how uncomfortable Jesus made many people. But it was in order to lead them to salvation and the fullness of life. The heart of Jesus is a large, infinite heart. And there is so much grace and so many gifts that He is waiting to give you and to give me. We are not going to be a church that just survives, that tries to maintain where we are and what we have. We are going to move. The Lord is taking us somewhere. And all I live for is to follow Jesus to that place with you. And I'm excited. And you should be too. Amen?